What's up, listeners and supporters of the Ain't Hard to Tell podcast? We need some help from you, and it won't take up too much of your time. As we grow, we always want to hear your feedback, so take a minute or two to fill out a short, anonymous survey. The survey link is right in the episode notes for this podcast. It's easy and takes less than five minutes. As always, we thank you for your continued support. We have a guest back. His name is Gerard Hector. He writes for Black Sports Online. He is back with us. Episode 53 of the Ain't Hard to Tell podcast. Dexter Henry, Brian Fonseca here. We had to bring Gerard back. <laughs> you know why we bring Gerard back? Because he's one of the best guys out there doing sports <laughs> and entertainment. And uh, this episode is going to be a lot about sports and entertainment. And entertainment. <laughs> well, it, it, it depends on what kind of entertainment you like, right? It's a different, different, different flavor kind, of entertainment. Different kind of flavor of entertainment. <laughs> but, I mean, sports is entertainment, right? It certainly we, we, is. We were talking about that last time. You I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not even sure if I'm ready for this one, but we can, we can just get right <laughs> into it. It doesn't, it doesn't matter if you're ready for this one. We're going to be ready. I was not. I was in a rap. Man. You're supposed to stay ready. That's true. Stay ready also. Stay, I mean, ready. stay yeah. ready. You don't have to get ready. Exactly God. right. Especially yeah. as a short guy. You're supposed to always stay ready. <laughs> Damn. Oh, right? tr- no, no, no. But he's right. He's right. He's right. The, just, uh, the levels of needing to defend yourself true. when you're undersized <laughs> in physical true, true. stature, then yes. Only, get- I'm only talking about... I'm only talking about height and weight, guys. Because of Brian's love of violence, he strikes me as a guy who always has to stay ready. Yeah, uh-huh. well, strikes. He, he's a combat sport guy, as you know. So, yes. you know... He loves the violence. He's here for the violence. Yo, the big thing is if you're a small guy, and I mean, I'm not a small guy. I'm an average probably size guy. But if there's big dudes around, yo, man, and if there's a fight, first of all, I'm not trying to get in any fights. But yeah. all things that are that are available to me are fair game. If you're bigger than me and you might kill me, guess what? I'm picking up that bottle. Whatever's in my it's clothes, I'm using it because you're not. You're not going to come kill me. You know how, you hey, know how when they hey, say... Hey, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, and you know how when they say uh, smaller basketball players or smaller football players, like, oh, they play like they have a big chip on their yeah. shoulder because they've IT, been undersized their entire Robinson, life. Yeah. Yep. I write like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. So... <laughs> you live your life like that. Right. Try me. <laughs> coming uh, for you. Coming for you. All right, well, we're going we're gonna to kick this podcast off with uh, something... Well, the night before we recorded this episode... Uh, news was broken to me, thanks to Brian Fonseca. Yes, a tweet. Uh, if yes. you've watched this podcast for quite some time, or listen, knows or listened, yeah. Yeah. or yes. knows me, uh, a lot of people, some people think that I look uh, like a certain NBA player. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't particularly see it, but okay, other people see it. Sure, I get that sometimes. I, I get some people it. who say Stephen A. Smith. You'd probably prefer that I'm, at this point. Yeah, well. <laughs> Yeah, it may hit or miss at this point, right? It, it doesn't really matter to me. <laughs> okay. But whatever. So Brian, Brian uh, sent out a tweet, and this is how I'm going to d- relay how I got the news. Brian sends out this tweet and tweets at me, and he's like, I can't call say that Dexter Henry looks like Dwight Howard anymore. <laughs> so I just, in my, I'm just like, man, here we go with this again. So I just responded, man, but I did not really And then understand. I texted you. I was like, you know why I said that tweet? You were like, <laughs> you like, were like, what happened? What? So and then I was like, just the quick Twitter search. So I did a quick, All you need. I did a quick Twitter search. Yeah. Went down that thread. And I went into the thread. And all you need to do for people, if you have not seen this already, just search Dwight Howard Red. Yep, it's right there for you. Not what I expected. Neither did I. Not what I thought was coming but either. But you know what? At the same time, and I told Gerard this before we started, mm. not not entirely shocked. 
Just because no. of just because of just not that that happened, obviously, but I'm saying that not shocked that who's involved in this kind of you know, you know big Twitter night event on a weekend that is highly problematic. Well, let's say it's interesting. We're, we're going to delve into it. I don't know that I would say that. I might push back on you on that. I think what I will say is is that I'm not shocked because this is 2018, man, and I think the reality of it is. We are becoming more aware of who people are. And the question and, and the reason we're having pushback and excitement or whatever about mm-hmm. it is whether or not we and the collective, we I don't mean us sitting here this is, as society, are we accepting of this thing? Right. right? And that's the million-dollar question. The million-dollar right. question is interesting to see on, on Twitter to set the stage for people about what we are actually talking about right. here that Brian uh, was alluding to was there came a uh, – there was a Twitter post – by a transsexual woman um, uh, who identifies uh, a man who's, I don't know if she's fully transitioned. So I'm also not sure of all those. So to be totally And, and, and the correct terminology, you want to be respectful. Yep. Yep. Um, but according to some reports, a uh, trans uh, woman who identifies as a gay man um, who report, reportedly was in a relationship, not reportedly, but came out and said on Twitter that was in a relationship with, with Dwight Howard and accused the NBA Center of having threatened him after engaged in intimate relations that he apparently wanted to keep on the down low. Now, there's a whole thread of this. As all of us saw, there is audio in mm-hmm. this thread. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if we all feel the same way, but I will say from listening to the audio, it sure sounds a lot like Dwight Howard. Yeah, I don't think there's no denying at this point that that was and Dwight And let's Howard. also be clear, in this thread, the um, individual who accused Dwight Howard refers to the person she's talking to, he or she, excuse me, I wanted to be, be respectful to, to that. Yeah. Uh, the person refers to Dwight as Dwight multiple times. Yes. Yeah. And it is never said, well, yo, my name's not Dwight. If somebody right. called me and I wasn't my name, I'd be like, right. yo, I'm not Dwight. Which right. probably happened, then you've probably said, no, I'm not Dwight. <laughs> <laughs> yo, man. You wild. Wow. You wild. No, that hasn't happened. <laughs> I just want to be clear. People sometimes mess around and call me Derek or something like that, and I'd be like, no, my name's Dexter. Right. Derek. Yeah, that happens. Which is my nephew's name, Derek Henry. That's yeah. a running back from yeah. the Titans. Uh, yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and it's, yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, I thought he'd be better than he is. But that's a sidebar. <laughs> no, yes. <laughs> um, so that happens. Look, the first here's the thing, and this is kind of what you were alluding to, Gerard. Mm-hmm. I saw this news. I'm read. I'm reading through this. I'm trying to process all this and get this. And I'm looking at some of the reactions on Twitter. And obviously, a lot of the reactions you saw on Twitter, mm-hmm. sadly were transphobic mm-hmm. and homophobic. Mm-hmm. Yes, All right? Lip. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Appreciate that. I'm making sure It's not people... really that important right now. No, but I'm making sure <laughs> I'm making sure the people watching on YouTube don't get yeah. bothered. You know okay. what I'm saying? Hope you're listening to me, not staring at my lips. <laughs> um, but if you want to, that's fine. Um that this is what you saw and I thought that was a little disappointing. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. That, that that this is the reaction. Yeah. My first thing kind of went to hey, this is an issue in the in the trans community. Mm-hmm has a lot been about the safety of people mm-hmm. there. And when you see um, this, this woman who's in the process of transitioning mm-hmm. to a man get threatened, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. appears to have happened through mm-hmm. what we see, mm-hmm. that's not cool. No. And the people in those communities, from what I've been reading and understanding from people who are in that community over the last couple of years and become more enlightened to that, mm-hmm. is there's a lot of fear for their safety. Yeah. And there's a lot of uh, things that they worry about in their lives, just normal going down the street every mm-hmm. day, trying to live their life as a trans person in this country. Mm-hmm. None of this is cool. No. So if Dwight Howard was allegedly threatening mm-hmm. uh, this person mm-hmm. and also trying to get other people 
involved in this. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Not cool at all. No. And I think that's the point I saw. I don't know how y'all feel, but seeing that missed on Twitter, or there were people who called it out, obviously. Right? Yeah. But there was so much trans transphobia, so much homophobia. Yep. I was disgusted with that. And a lot of the focus has become jokes on Dwight Howard. Right. He had a buttocks injury that uh, right. kept yep. him out. And everybody's like, oh, yep. yo, he had a, he no, had a yeah. butt injury. D- d- linking to this is why, yeah. which is extremely homophobic yeah. and immature. It's, but, yeah, what do you think about this, Gerard? It, yeah. You know, so like you guys, when I first saw it, I was like, wait, what? Like that, I was like, okay. Cause it's, yeah. it's a, Immediately it, it, stopped it, what I was doing. Right, it's just a jarring story, right? So... <clears throat> Which in and of itself is is, an, is another matter entirely that you would think that I would think it's jarring. There's so much to unpack here within this situation, right? And it all comes down to this idea of comfort level and people's ability to be comfortable in their own skin. And apparently, we live in a society which is very clear that people are not comfortable in their own skin, right? Particularly if they are outside of the norms, and in this case, right, the hetero norms, right? And so. It's just, there's there's so much going on here. Clearly, the Twitter is not the place for nuance or perspective, or that's just not what Twitter is, right? Twitter's tagline is probably jokes greater than facts, right? Like that's that's what <laughs> Twitter's true. about, right? That's true. It's right. A, it's about jokes. People want to get these jokes off. So when I started, when I saw it, I was like, okay, wait a minute, what is funny here? Like, what is funny to laugh at? It is not funny that this woman. Um, uh, who may not be fully transitioned yet, but this transgender person feels threatened and their life was is, is in danger. That's not funny. What, what, what What's hilarious about that? It's not funny that Dwight clearly does not feel comfortable enough that this story can get out that he has to threaten this woman to, if you leak this, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. That's not funny. What's funny nope. about that? Right? Like, they're just, there's so much going on here and I feel like we need to inject humanity into this and realize these are people, right, first and foremost. And we need to, as other human beings and citizens of this world, we need to be respectful of that, right? This is clearly, obviously, a damaging situation for this woman, for this transgender person, and for Dwight Howard. And we need to introduce a level of sympathy and compassion when we're looking at this. Because now, Dwight is clearly, and I was going to use a pun, and it was going to be, it doesn't make sense, Dwight's going to be, like, joke fodder, for the rest of time now. This, this right. is just this is what it is. And in a NBA environment, which let's be honest, it's masculine, it's probably got shades of toxic toxic masculinity in it, right? Yep. Because that's just the nature of sport when you have a bunch of testosterone and, and guys competing. His 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 teammates are probably clowning him right now. I don't you know, in, in that in that Wizards locker room, the rest of the league, I'm sure jokes are flying back and forth right now. Uh, what's this gonna do to Dwight's career going forward? Yeah, and that's kind of another thing that I thought about in all this was that element of it. And Bas- this woman. What, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that being first and foremost, right. but then just the basketball side of it, right? We've sort of heard Dwight being linked to some of these other stories before where people didn't like him with the Lakers, and we know about him and Kobe. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, in Charlotte, Brendan Haywood said after he left that they hated him there and things of that nature, and they never wanted anything to do with him. And now he's become a journeyman center who's bouncing around from team to team to team. And in a lot of cases, you would say that, oh, you know, he's just at the tail end of his career, which he pretty much is. But for someone putting up the numbers that he does, because I think people forget that he was great. He's a Hall of Famer. Yes, I agree. And He's still an elite rebounder in this league, still. As recent as earlier this decade, we were talking about 
who would you take to start your team? Mm-hmm. Dwight Howard mm-hmm. or LeBron James? Yep, facts. This yep. was as recent as 2010, 2011 or so, right? And some people would have taken Dwight Howard, but then the league rapidly changed and whatever. But with all that being said, he's just always been sort of linked to these things. And I reminded Dexter last night, because uh, he had forgotten real quick. Yep. Remember four years ago, the mm-hmm. Houston Rockets story where he yeah. was in the yep. hotel scene mm-hmm. in – Oddly enough, like his practice uniform or whatever it is, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, him and this 16-year-old girl holding hands and then there's another girl there. And evidently there's probably somebody else there because somebody's taking the pictures. Mm-hmm, Don't mm-hmm. know necessarily what went on, mm-hmm. but obviously there's something going on. And so he's always just sort of been around some sort of mess in his career pretty much at every stop. So I feel like this could be, you know, just that nail in the coffin where after the season that might be it because he might not be worth the risk any longer. I think see, I think it's I think it's sad if that comes to that because none of it has to do with his play on the basketball court. None and of it. None. He's averaging <coughs> he's averaging almost a double double again, and he's only playing I think roughly twenty five minutes a game. And this year he's done the things the Wizards, even though they are a mess in their own right. Right. Yeah. The things that they've asked him to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you look the last couple of years in Charlotte, they've asked, he's been trying to, he still wanted to be the guy in the post. Mm-hmm. He still wanted a lot mm-hmm. of the post touches. He's been setting the screens. Mm-hmm. He's been rolling off for John Wall in the mm-hmm. minutes he's played. He's actually not tried to play the old Dwight Howard. He's tried to sort of ex- expand and play in what, it, within himself in the way this league is right now. Mm-hmm. For me personally, the stuff about other people not liking him in the locker room, which there has been whispers mm-hmm. around the mm-hmm. NBA, yeah, that would be a concern to remember, me. Remember, remember, the Nets, when they got him in that deal where they were going to buy him out right Ooh. away, yep. Yep. Yeah. they wanted, and I know this, they wanted zero yes. parts yes. of Dwight Back. Howard. Yes, we both even, know this. Yep. Yeah, even though yep. you could argue that even with Jared Allen there, it probably could have helped that team on the court. Didn't want Maybe even some sort of mentorship role to Jared Allen. They were like, nah, bro, we just want to buy you out. We're just doing this trade. Uh, trade to help us monetarily moving forward. We have want nothing to do with this guy. So there's, there's nothing. There's two questions here. I wonder mm-hmm. because of the locker room thing. How much of that do you think is about Dwight and his quote unquote clownish behavior, or do we think that there are players in the NBA who know about Dwight's sexuality preferences? Like prior to all this stuff coming out, one. Um, I don't. I mean, I would think that there's other guys in the NBA who probably feel the way he does in terms of their sexuality I'm, preferences. I'm sure there are. I'm sure there are. So, sure there are. I, so I don't know if that's as big of an issue, but I will say that in other cases it can be both, right? Yeah. I think that people yeah. could just think that he's a problem just all the way around. Mm-hmm. I don't think it has to be one or the other or his, his behavior, his play on the court, him thinking he's better than he is or him being a headache to be around. I think it could be all those things. I think it could be too. I think the clownish behavior is probably mm-hmm. paramount. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. He can cl- he can clown around a, a, a lot right. of stuff. Right. Um, and the Kobe thing too, because I mean, a lot of these players, as Gerard points out, a lot. Oh my they god, grew- they revere that dude. Not that I don't. <laughs> not, not that. Not that I don't think Uh-oh. Kobe's great. But yeah, geez. But, but they grow up idolizing Kobe, and in doing so, you're obviously going to take Kobe's side in that Kobe Dwight thing because mm-hmm. right. a lot of them were still teenagers and kids when mm-hmm. that was when going I was on. going on. So now yeah. they're looking at Dwight like you were the dude who kind of went against Kobe. Uh, yeah. And like, also, if, if you're in that level of Kobe standism. Yeah, which, I mean, the, 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 the residents of, of the nation of Kobe stand are serious, right? Yeah. These are, I'm a Kobe fan, but I am not, <laughs> I am not, I am not there. They, 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 are, they are serious. And Kobe, you know, that was part of when all that stuff around the league was going down. Once Kobe was like, Dwight's a bad locker room guy, all of a sudden you saw a lot of teams just parroting out the same things Kobe mm-hmm. was saying. And the other part for Dwight is, and Dexter, we talked about this off and maybe we want to go here now, yeah, is yeah. 
this idea of Dwight and his sexual preferences, whatever they may be, right? Yeah. Sexuality is a spectrum, and I want to be very clear about this from the jump. I am not a sexual therapist, psychologist, physio, none, none of that stuff. All I know is from I read lots of things and I observe the world that I'm in. Sexuality is a spectrum. People fit somewhere on it, whatever that is, from completely hetero to homosexual to all different types of things. And obviously anything outside of what is quote-unquote normal is seen as problematic to the majority, right? So clearly this is problematic for some people. We know about Dwight's upbringing as a child coming from a church background and very religious. And I can tell you as someone who grew up in a very religious household, religion is something that I find in many ways problematic. I don't want to offend religious people right now, but listen, I'm just going to mm-hmm. say what, what I'm feeling. It is all about suppression, control, and limiting the way in which your mind naturally thinks. When you're going through puberty and all these things, religion is always telling you all those things you're thinking. Wrong, wrong, wrong. Sex, bad. Everything everything is evil and evil, and you should stay away from it. Right. That stuff keeps getting pounded into your mind from a young age by the time you really can understand. And I, I, if Dwight grew up like the way I did, you're in church from the time you were three or four years old, and you're going to multiple services three times. It's like, it's listen. I know that life. It, it, it's repetitive. And yep. you start getting that constantly, at that message over and over in your head. You start, and doctor, this is what you believe. Well, this is what my family believes. Hopefully, as an adult, you start to see more of the world, and you're like, this is absolute nonsense. What are you talking about? And for Dwight, that never happened because, remember, he went straight from high school to the NBA. There you right. go. And he had that interview, I don't know if you guys remember, right before he got in about wanting to change the NBA logo. Do you remember that? I do. He's like, I had a dream, and the logo was not going to be Jerry West. It's going to be a silhouette of a player with, like, the, the cross that, you know, allegedly Jesus died on, right? Like, Oh, I forgot and about that. that. Yeah. And, and people in the league were like, uh, dude, what? And there were guys in the league, if you remember – we were like, if we draft him, our goal is going to be to take him out right away and have him meet like strippers and whatever. We'll get that knocked out of him real quick. Yep. And well, we know that essentially, basically, did happen. <laughs> well, 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 the point you're, the point you're making right. is what happens to a guy like Dwight Howard, which you and I can both uh, attest to, growing yes. up in really religious homes and having yes. church all the time. And then you're 18, and then you get all of this putting like I don't know if me at 18 could have dealt with what would have came with the NBA I think about in that. front of me. Um, I think about that. Man, all the time. I would have bugged. Yo. Out, Yo. right? Literally now, bugged out. And I don't even think I probably grew up as religious as what right. Dwight Howard did. And I also want to reference that uh, Gerard and I are referencing this information mm-hmm. from a fantastic piece that Lee Jenkins wrote when he was still with Sports Illustrated last year yeah. about Dwight Howard. And I encourage anybody to read it. It's yeah. called What Great Happened to Superman. It talks about Dwight Howard, sexuality, religion, mm-hmm. all this stuff. And I think it'll give you some perspective on maybe where we got to today. Mm-hmm. I, for all you guys out there who maybe made some transphobic or homophobic jokes or yeah, joke on Dwight Howard, maybe read this before yeah. to give yourself a perspective. But I want you to go back into what you're saying because I think you're bringing up a good point. Yeah. It, so religion just – it causes this delayed development in many ways from your emotional, particularly on the sexual side of things, right? Mm-hmm. And then – you you get into the league, you become an adult, you're like, okay, I have no normal rules and restrictions, no one telling me what to do, and these forces collide, right? And oftentimes they're problematic, and right? And I'm sure, you know, for Dwight, initially that probably was, right? I mean, Dexter, we were saying offline, his family wasn't talking to him the first, uh, right after he got um, his those, first, those. After his first child right. out of wedlock. Because, yeah. you know, re- re- most religions teach you, particularly on the Judeo-Christian side, you don't have children unless you're married to a woman. Mm-hmm. And it's it's very specific about how, what sex is for. Sex is not for pleasure. Sex is about procreation, period, right? And and 
that is what religion teaches people. And look, too much of that is not good. And I'm not knocking anybody who this is what you need to get through life because life is hard. So if religion is how you can make it through the day, by all means, more power to you. But there is a danger side to that. And I think we're, we see that with Dwight Howard. What growing up in a religious household will do, now couple that to instant fame. Literally, you are a millionaire overnight and everything is offered up to you in a platter. I mean... I mean, he definitely left. Up, he definitely lived up to that procreation part. Well, I won't say that much. Well, he did. <laughs> Brian, Brian but, shot that. <laughs> but I, you had you had to try to find something. <laughs> no, but but you know what I think what you're saying is if if there, this is and I understand completely where you're coming from, having grown up very similarly, but also I had the ability to, and I'm not comparing myself to Dwight Howard mm-hmm. because I think it's two it's two yeah, different absolutely, things. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, but having the ability to see other things yeah. and change my mindset, of or where yeah. I'm at the same wavelength where you are. Or the way I look at um, religion and spirituality mm-hmm. in, a, in, a, in a maybe a broader way, not mm-hmm. in a controlled sense. Exactly. But what I think is, what you have to see is, yo, there has to be balance. Yes, absolutely. It, 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 and when you don't have balance, mm-hmm. and like you said, you have two things that came mm-hmm. to an head. Mm-hmm. This is kind of what happens, mm-hmm. and it's it's really it's almost I feel I feel sorry for Dwight Howard in that way, mm-hmm. and I feel sorry that the conversation mm-hmm. for the most part it's a good thing that we're having it here on right. this podcast. Yeah. might get away from like. Yo, but wh- how do we get here? It's extremes, right? You you go from literally complete denial of this thing to now. I mean, you guys, we are around the NBA. We and not only are we around the NBA, we hear stories. We know what that league is like. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you go from super religious household, no, 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 to yes, 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 yes. yes. Like yes. That, yeah. I mean, that's not good, bro. Oh, I mean, you, 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 you've been around NBA locker rooms. You see, you see oh, some listen, of the women that pull up uh, around listen, their after games. Dexter, you know about I, that. I've, I've, I've seen. <laughs> oh, I've seen. Listen, um, <laughs> listen, man. But, but, but the thing is, and, and we're also not like. We're not anti-religion. I just no, want to say no, that not also. Anti-religion. We're, not, we're not saying that too because people are going to hear that and misinterpret like, oh, they're all atheists and that's far from the case. We just, you know, religion is just an extreme measure of yes. believing in a higher power, believing in God and right. things like that. You can be spiritual and not, right, and, and have a spiritual relationship and not be so that's dogmatic what would, that, in your approach. That's what, and we've talked about and this I think before, that's, Dexter. That's, that's where I am as that's, a person. Yeah, not that's, to put my mm-hmm. beliefs on anybody out there, mm-hmm. but... Yeah. But I just think that Agreed. it is somewhat sad that maybe Dwight Howard appears to have, well, I read from Lee Jenkins, not to have this balance. And you also wonder, in the suppression that you spoke mm-hmm. about, was his, you know, and Gerard spoke about sexuality being the spectrum, was his, was that suppressed for him? Mm-hmm. Dwight Howard was told, you have to do this, you have to do this, you have to do this. Maybe he never got to identify for what he exactly. actually likes. Right. So now Dwight Howard has actually been going about what he actually likes, but still feels the need, if you believe... Uh, what was sent in this Twitter message and the audio you heard where now he's trying to suppress that. It's like, yeah, this is what I like, but this can't come out. And it's sad that he can't be, if this is true, who he wants to be in 2018. And it's sad that people are clowning him for that. It's sad that this uh, trans person has to, individual, Mm -hmm. has to feel like I'm not protected, so I got to put this out. And I want to be clear on something. I do not blame this individual right. for putting this out right. if they felt like they were threatened. Exactly. That is real for That's people she... in that that is real for people in that community. Yeah. And I, I, I understand that. I'm not that that I think somebody who is of that community is better to speak on it than me. Mm-hmm. But I can understand that real and that threat. And I think we need to take that seriously and support uh the trans sisters and brothers out there and be like, hey, this is not cool. They shouldn't be threatened. Not there's no place for that anybody. None. And anybody. to Gerard's point, yeah. let's also remember who threatened 
Right. It, it was Dwight, right? It, no, it was the pastor. Oh, right. It, it, it was Dwight's pastor. Of, of all people, right, right. a pastor in this scenario. I want, also plays And, and, and you see, this I, is my point, I'm right? From a, from a block number also. And, and, and this is my problem and why I find so much hypocrisy within mm-hmm. religion, right? You are a pastor, right? You are the way that in, anyone who's a pastor, priest, the, the clergyman, the person that's up in your place of worship that speaks to the congregation, right? Mm-hmm. They are allegedly... Right, called to this 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 calling from God. Right, they allegedly have a line to God. They speak to God regularly. Every religion from the Judeo Christian perspective talks about God being a God of love. Right, mm-hmm. this is not love to me. Right, if you are threatening someone to, where's the love there? Yeah, that's not love. No, that, I agree. that's and you are hating someone who is different. That that is not anything like what. God is supposed to be like. Yeah, well, it's kind of like with the NCAA. My theory is that, like, look, those older rules just can't hold up in today's world where so, you can't not pay the players and things like that. Or it's like you can't look like the world's changed so much where this is more normal now than it ever has been it's, in terms of being, you know. And, and to think about, uh, sorry, Brian, think about sexuality and all this stuff, too. This isn't new. This has been since the dawn of civilization. Oh, yeah, like, right, right. Right. I mean, I, like, what? I'm only talking about the. The sort of, uh, you know, people knowing about it and mm-hmm. it being in our face and upfront and mainstream, if you will. Yes. That's a new thing that we're still all adjusting to. And I think the rules of religion in some respects have not adjusted to that. <laughs> then that's pretty no. obvious. They're still, oh. they're still arcane for <laughs> Pardon sure. Pardon me, but the pastor that uh, called from the block number, yeah. there has, has it been a name attached to this person? I have not. So, yeah, I think so. So I'm uh, I'm wondering if, I because I, I that kind of triggered something for me, mm-hmm. remembering in the Lee Jenkins article, mm-hmm. that um, Dwight was seeing this guy. This is as, as of last year, September mm-hmm. 2017. He was seeing a guy, Calvin Simmons, mm-hmm. who basically is minister to a bunch of professional oh, athletes. Oh, that, I think that's him. Including I think that Adrian was him. Peterson. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, Including Adrian Peterson. Up now, I just want to read some stuff because they said Dwight had seen him. He spoke to Lee Jenkins in this article. This is from this article. Howard started seeing Simmons for three hours a day, three to four days a week in Houston on the road when he was playing in Houston. Mm-hmm. Quote, we talked a lot about the difference between physical attraction and authentic love, Simmons recalls. When Dwight first got to Orlando, he was looking at teammates who were 28 with a wife and two kids going off to dinner. That's what he desired, an authentic relationship with a real girlfriend. But when you're raised in faith and you fall into something, there can be a tendency to feel like you're not worthy of coming out of it. You can go into a dark hole and stay there. He got to a point where he thought, I like sex. I don't believe the heart really exists because that's not what anybody's reaching for. So he went through this process where he enjoyed something detrimental to him. Some of our best conversations were about why you put yourself in position to be devalued, right? Then it goes on to talk about how Dwight had kind of come out through this uh, place of love Mm -hmm. and understanding Mm -hmm. and and forgiving people in the past who had wronged them and why he needs to change his life. So here's the thing. And I want to hear something you said. Mm-hmm. The pastor who's supporting you in this and this love and embracing this mm-hmm. and seeing where you were and where you went, all, mm-hmm. all stuff I'm fine with. Right, cool. So then you called up the pastor and was like, hey, man. Hey, man of faith. Yeah. Man yo, of faith. Yo, yeah. I, need you, I need you to do this. I need yep. you to do this for me. Mm-hmm. Man yo, of faith is a good one. You got, you got to tell this person to get off my mm-hmm. You got to tell him to get out of mm-hmm. here. Like, yeah. you almost make, like, the pastor's a hitman now? Basically. Word? That's, yeah, yeah. Like, that's, not, how we, and, and, that's how we're rolling? Yeah. And, and, and that is... <laughs> And I don't know this, this pastor, but how many stories have we heard about these men of faith and men of God, these pastors, these priests, these 
doing all kinds of dirt. Yep. Oh all yeah. Right? We, we all don't need, the dirt. We don't. We don't. The need blame's to, on the people for putting them up on a pedestal. Right? So, though. I yeah. Mean, and we don't need to get into the whole Catholic school thing. Oh, we, and, and, and we are. A, we are clear. I was gonna yeah. say, and, and we and we and we know. I mean, that's a whole other thing too. But so, come on, man. Look, again, the problem here is the way in which this dogmatic approach to religion forces people to conform to a set of beliefs and ideals that they cannot uphold because that's not who they actually are as people. And the thing is, it's okay for you to be whoever you are on that sexuality spectrum. What do I care? Right. How does this affect your life? It don't affect yeah, my yeah. life. Right. Yeah, I don't yeah. care. Yeah. Right. Like, right. I, I want to bring it back before we wrap on, on this. I want to bring back something Brian asked to you. Uh, that effect of Dwight Howard and this and what comes out of this um, and the Wizards have been a mess this year. And people I know in that in, within that organization have told me just how it's been a soap opera, you know, on and off the court. Mm-hmm. Um, soap opera, excuse me, on and off the court. Do you think this affects, Brian kind of alluded to this, do you think it affects Dwight Howard? Do you think he gets, do you think it hurts his another job? He's under contract uh, for this year. I think he has a player option or team option for next year. I can't remember. I, w- I will check, but I do um, know that he's in his 15th season and he is Do you think any of this affects him? Does, does this matter? I do. I, un- unfortunately, I do think it affects him. Look, I think Dwight... Just from sort of my, you know, following the league and, and, and that sort of thing, Dwight definitely is the type of player that feels criticism more than 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 typical players. Um, so this is gonna this is gonna bother him for sure that it, that it's out there. Um, number one, player but, player option for five point six million for next year. Hmm. So I mean, look, he may just exercise that because honestly, as we said, I don't know who's going to bring him back on. Not because he can't play anymore, but because. This idea of we don't want this circus distractions, what whatever it is, and and the locker room, you know, because GMs will talk to their 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 star players and their top players. Hey, we're thinking about doing X. No one's gonna go on the record and say it, but I bet a lot of those guys are gonna be like, "Nah, we don't we don't want Dwight in here," for a variety of reasons, whatever they mean. So this I is, mean that's what Sean Mars did. This is this is, <laughs> this is going to affect him for yeah. sure. And again, it is a shame because going back to the original point, this is a shame for this transgender person that. They feel so endangered that they can't even – they have to put stuff out there because they can't even go to the police to protect them, one. Yep. And two, yep. for Dwight, Dwight cannot be whoever he is sexually because, again, why does it matter what people do in their bedroom or in their hotel rooms? or in the, wh- Why are we so fascinated by it? Yeah. Who cares? It's not you. You're not in there. What do you care what's going on? I agree. I mean because people love sex. That's okay, really what fine. But uh, – how does, how does it so do I, you? but I don't care what somebody else does. Right. I mean, <laughs> like, yeah. you, 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 my man, but like, I don't care what you and don't your girl care. are doing. I want to like, know. I don't either, but you know, it's the same. It's the same reason why people watch porn. Some people. I, 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 I hope you're happy. But yeah, like, but I don't, yeah, but I don't. Like, but I don't care about what porn you're watching. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like that. That's the equivalent sure. of me being like, I'm not yo, applying my yo, own man. sensibility. Yeah, I'm not I'm doing just that. saying like I don't care specifically. Like, sure, you can like that. You can like to do. Here's my thing. What I care about is. Are you hurting anybody else, right? Yes. And this yes. is the point I think Gerard and I are making. Yes. Like, yeah, yeah, yo, yeah. when this comes to you threatening people, right. you not caring about humanity. Right. I don't like. It, tell you what, I don't like. I don't like people who are hurting people. Right. Don't like people who are raping women. Exactly right. Or men. Right. I don't like people who are hurting kids. Right. Those people I have no respect right. for. That's when I. That's when I care. But what somebody does with another adult, I, that's consensual. Right. To be clear, right. I have no problem Do with. Do you? Unless. You are hurting, like in this situation, where it appears that you are threatening another mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, through somebody else. Through mm-hmm. somebody else who's supposed to be 
a, a pastor. Man <laughs> yeah. A man of the And cloth. I'm going I'm to be real. And this might, I know Gerard may have pissed some people off with this. For those people who are going to make excuses for that man of faith, y'all need to stop it. Yeah, for real. Y'all need to stop, stop right now. Don't make any excuses for that. Don't make any excuses for that. None of that behavior is cool. The, the threatening on anybody's part is cool. And somebody's supposed to be an upstanding member that's counseling, if this is the guy, yeah. counseling other professional athletes. Oh, that's how you get down? I mean, by his own logic, he'd be going to hell. So, <laughs> yeah, for does real? that too. Yes. Nah, 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 nah. He's just doing the Lord's work. <laughs> <laughs> Backpack Broadcasting continues to bring you the best original sports content, but now you can get more of the content you love. For as little as $3 a month, you can get access to bonus content, including behind-the-scenes footage and interviews from the Sports Walk, Sideline Stories, or the Ain't Hard to Tell podcast. All this exclusive content comes via Patreon. There are tiered levels of patronage, and each Backpack Broadcasting patron receives exclusive perks. Your support helps Backpack Broadcasting create more of the original content that you love. Visit Backpack Broadcasting's Patreon page and become a patron today. Interesting year in the NBA thus far. You said off camera to me before, which I happen to agree with you 100%, but it's probably going to piss people off, okay. especially people in that crowd that think college basketball is better than the NBA. Oh, boy. Idiots. I, I can confirm that it's not. I was at a couple tournaments last <laughs> yeah. week. Yeah. We, we, we watched some college the last couple weeks, and, um, yeah. and y'all were like, mm, no. Good games. Yeah, Good games. Good but games. but you're yeah. definitely saying a no, a strong no. Strong no. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, Let's keep it real. You called it the best league in the world. I believe uh, I believe you said that. I did. Um, I happen to agree with you. <laughs> I, I happen to agree with you. I'm on League Pass every night. Every I'm watching night. stuff. NBA TV. It's just, it's just mm-hmm. fantastic. Yep. Um, one, let me t- let's start off with this. One of the narratives you heard before the season was, and not saying that this is necessarily wrong, but the Warriors are going to win this again. Mm-hmm. The league is boring. Mm-hmm. There's no intrigue. No, 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 no. <laughs> this league has been absolutely interesting this year. Who's in first place? I know the Warriors just went back into first place at the time we recorded this podcast, but the Clippers were in first mm-hmm. place the other day. Mm-hmm. The Portland, Grizzlies Portland were in second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Portland. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got interesting things in the East. Boston hasn't played as good as they we yeah. thought they were. They oh, have 500. Oh, oh, I got thoughts about that. Uh, people <laughs> who said Luka Doncic Ooh. wasn't going to be any good in the draft, you idiots. And Greg, put the camera right here. Let's, let's look at this right <laughs> All you people who said Luka Doncic <laughs> was not going to be good, I told you so. I don't care what happens. I told you so. That's all I have to say. I hope that wasn't threatening. I, wasn't I, think, threatening. I, think, I, think, I think we should start with Boston, Gerard. You said you had some thoughts on the, well, Brian, on so you, the Celtics. Wait, 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 wait. Are you a Celtics fan? No. Oh, Bra- okay. I just Bra- want to make sure. Bra- no, Brian's no, no, trying no, to no, egg me on because thoughts. he knows, because we'll, we'll get into this when we're at, because everyone who knows this, Brian obviously covers the Nets, as do I. So we're at Nets home games all the time, and I'm always talking about basketball in general, but the Celtics. Here is my position on the Celtics. They are a talented roster. Excellent. Uh-huh. I think Brad Stevens is a very good coach. What I was not on board with last season was this coronation that Brad Stevens oh. is the greatest coach oh. in the history of basketball. Oh, I was going to ask the question that I didn't even know he was going to come up. So is Brad Stevens getting off easily here? Listen, people act like this guy um, invented the game of basketball. Like, James Smith, who? I was like, what? First of all, he hasn't won anything yet. So how can you already say he's the best coach when you still have a league with Greg Popovich? I have a theory. Uh, 
I, I just so there's, can the church well, get an amen? Listen, <laughs> I, I I know what that theory is. Number one, number. Th- <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll leave it. There. I, I know what it is too. Oh, I, I know what that theory is. Number two, he is supposedly this genius, right? Because oh, his out of timeout plays are so great, et cetera, et cetera. Look, if you know anything about coaching and you know what goes on, every coach steals from every other coach, and they're out of timeout. They may add a little something extra for their own thing, but they all borrow from each other. Yeah, it's like hip hop. Same thing. Exactly right. So mm-hmm. the mad genius has not figured out a way to have Kyrie Irving, Gordon Hayward, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, and Al Horford be a consistent offensive unit. They are dead last in offensive efficiency yes. in the league. Dead last. Um, and they are 10-10 and 10 right now. For, for, for a team with that much talent, that sounds counterintuitive to me. I don't understand how the great genius Brad Stevens can't figure this out. And my point about all this was Mm -hmm. it is easy to coach when expectations are low, right? Think about every Mm -hmm. year that Brad has had with the Celtics. When he first got there, they were getting rid of all the veterans and all that and and rebuilding, right? Mm -hmm. So that his the way he coached and that that college sort of mentality he brought in, that worked, right? Okay, did that for a couple years. As the young guys started coming in, Okay, it was good, but remember last year, Kyrie gets hurt before the playoffs, so he doesn't play in the playoffs, and Gordy's hurt First game, t- game two one. seconds into the game. So the young guys got to play, and he could still coach them a certain way because they were just getting into the league. Yes, Jalen Brown was what, year this year two for Jalen Brown or year three? Three. Three. Three, three? three. So he was still young enough that you can get him to do whatever. Al Horford's the consummate sort of like team guy. He's not that kind of, that kind of star player with that level of ego, right? And Tatum's like, I just want to be good. You got Rozier and these bench guys will play extra minutes, right? Yeah, yeah, look at what we're doing. They got all the way to the Eastern Conference Finals. Game seven, literally a hair away from beating LeBron James and going to the NBA Finals. But again, he outpaced expectations. Nobody thought they were going to do that once those guys no. were down. This year, it's like, oh, Boston Celtics going to the NBA Finals. A lot different now, Brad, because now Kyrie's back and Gordon's back. And let me tell you something about Kyrie Irving. Mm. Kyrie Irving ain't on this team to be nobody's second string, third string, no backup fiddle. Kyrie, Kyrie like, this is my team. Mm-hmm. I run things here. And Jason Tatum's like, well, I'm pretty good. I, I, I did well. I love Kobe. Well, <laughs> they both love Kobe. Right? Like, I mean, mama mentality, please. Right? So, whoa, whoa, whoa. You anti-mama mentality? <laughs> yes. We go, yes, we go, he we, is. We're going to get off that. Oh, that's, that needs to be an extra topic. We're we, we going to get on that in a minute. So, Brad. No, it doesn't. It needs to be a podcast topic. <laughs> Brad has to manage all these egos and expectations and all these things. And listen, heat's turning up over there in Boston, right? And he's doing some things that are baffling to me. He's still not putting his best lineups out there. And I'm like, look, it's a long season, 82 games, but it's like, Brad, you can't wait too long, right? We're 21, 22 games into the season already. Well, you're turning the heat up on him, <laughs> but I'm not necessarily sure the national media is turning the heat up on him. Well, you're no, just, he's saying they should be. They should oh, no, no, no. Yes. I happen to agree with Jard 100%, and I actually didn't consider this. Until my boy kind of texted the same points that you were making just now. Um, that everybody's anointed Brad Stevens is a great coach. People sometimes will say he's the best coach best in the league, which is extremely disrespectful to Greg Popovich. Very disrespectful. Extremely disrespectful. But I have not seen this written too much anywhere. People are always saying, what's wrong with Boston? Gordon Hayward still has to get healthy, which I do think there's some there's, truth there's to that. There's some truth to that. Um, these guys still don't know their roles coming off last year. I do think there's some truth sure. to that, too. But what I think you're saying is, 
If you're so, you can't have it both ways, right? You can't anoint this guy as this great genius and say he can do it all. And now when he's got all the pieces together and everybody's mm-hmm. relatively right. healthy for the most part, right. outside of Gordon Hayward, where's the genius now? Exactly right. Genius doesn't get to work sometimes. That's the thing. Genius is, is a thing, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right, right. And, and we, we throw that label around way oh, too often. Oh, it, it, don't, don't problem, get me. Right? We, we throw it down this too much. A, this is a podcast topic we had. I don't remember who is it about necessarily. Oh. Um, Childish Gambino of all people. Yes, where people just throw that around. Way talented, too yes, much. very who I, talented. Who I love. I yeah, think you, you can be you know. great at what you do. I do think Brad Stevens is a good basketball. Yeah, coach, right? I, I don't think he's not a good. I think but he's a good coach. You don't, don't have. You don't, ha- you, know, you don't have to be a genius right away. Exactly. You know what but I see, mean? See, I think like, people more want to be the first person to say that they said genius. Well, right? and like, they that, also and they also want to anoint him specifically for very specific reasons. He's a young white dude. Yep. <laughs> Damn, Brian. I was going to build up to it, and you really didn't let me. Damn. Bri- Bri- Brian's, Brian's not about the build up. I'm could, like, yo, well, bro. Well, because you know, there, there See, is. That shows, remember, and remember, that shows why you're a stay ready all star. But, he, but, he, <laughs> but he's, he's also not just a young white dude, though. He's also somebody who took Butler there to consecutive yes. national championship games. So it are you saying that's part of, are you guys saying that's part of his genius narrative? It wasn't a school in the MIAC. It was Butler. It's very different. And, and we can, and we can be real about what that means, right? When you coach Butler, what you, is what is a lot of people's favorite basketball movie ever? Hoosiers. Yeah. By the way, overrated, terrible, overrated basketball movie. I think it stinks, personally. You think it stinks? I, I would it say stinks. stinks, but it's overrated. It's pretty whack, man. I'm, I'm out on it. It's pretty whack. Because you don't, it, you, don't, you don't get happy when you see that the hickory no. and the, 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 the crimson and the, and the gold? It, 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 builds, it builds into a myth that a I certain hate that the segment Pacers of sports fans love. I hate that go, the, I hate go the, back to the time when five white guys could be in the court and dominate. <laughs> <laughs> I, hate, I, hate, I hate that the Pacers wear those uniforms also. Those look like terrible. Part of Indiana's tradition. Yo, we got ask Grady how he feels about about Hoosiers. Yeah, she oh, Grady that. Di- Damn. I'm going to have to hit him up about that. I want to know. I'm going to ask him at night. Look, you do some entertainment reporting. I do. The Wizards are bringing more drama than TNT right Love now. Love it, man. It's great. They oh, are God. bringing the drama. Content, content for days. And as I said, people there saying it's like a soap opera down there. It, it is. Um, I'm in, I look at this team. I thought it was before the season. I'm like, you have to break that team up. 100%. Yeah. 100%. The most tradable asset you probably have is Bradley Beal. Yes, because no one um, wants that John Wall contract. Nobody. See, I'm not so sure, Gerard. Somebody might be nah, desperate nah, nah, enough Ryan, to take Pull up, pull up, pull up, pull up, pull up. I know, I know no, what he's no, making. No, I know his trade no. kicker. And, and the kicker, no. 15%. Shannon Sharp. Hold on, hold on, <laughs> hold on. Here's, 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 this is what you think. Bro, 45 million. Yo. Most, here's the thing, though. Hold on, hear me out. Most teams in the league, right? should not go for John Wall's contract. But there's always somebody that's desperate enough to do something. Two teams, enough. two teams I could see doing this. Phoenix. Oh, I know you're, wait, wait, I think you're going to say number two. I'm not going to say the Knicks. Oh, I was not going to say that. I, you were gonna... I actually think the Knicks are in a place of actual functionality. <laughs> I think the Knicks actually are not stupid enough now to do this. They're, they're I actually smart, think they are now. doing things the right way. I can see Pat Riley going for this in Miami. Oh, God. They want a star. They They need a star. I mean, yeah, because by the time that contract is really kicking in, he's going to be gone probably. Or I don't know, actually. Pat? Yeah. No, Pat's going to be there until he's a thousand years old. I can see Miami going for for him. What do they have to offer? Bam Adebayo, Josh Richardson. Richardson. Is that all it's going to take? But if I'm the Wizards, I'm like, I'll do that. Goran Dragic? They're not not, not giving up Goran. He's... He probably would have to give Goran in that deal. 
I mean, they would. If but I had a wizard, I'd do that deal. Here, here's the thing, right? So, so obviously, your ceiling, you know, Mike now. J- John Wall's ceiling right, is go. obviously much higher, right? Clearly. But, I mean, the floor of John Wall is... Or injuries and, and stuff like this. Or it's Gordon Drogic. I know what I'm getting night to night from Gordon Drogic, right? Like, And sometimes you wonder... Is it the consistency of the floor versus the potential of the ceiling, right? What, where, where do you stand on that? Yeah, we've seen – I mean, John Wall is an all-star guard, but his athleticism is starting to decline a little bit, if you're noticing, right? Oh, absolutely. Right? So that, that's a problem. He still cannot shoot. Your primary <laughs> ball handler can't be a non-shooter. Yep. Not a good pull-up guy from three. Um, I can't believe a- we're at the point where Bradley Beal – is seen as a better player. But he is. But Bradley is. And he's been a better player. And I was going to say and is, guys. Yes. And is, yeah. Yes. That's crazy But he's also your most tradable asset, which is why you have to move him. He's the one you got to move. You have to. You could probably move Otto Porter, even though he makes a lot of money. But he's young enough that somebody will take a flyer on him. I'm not wooing that contract. Not because I think Otto's great, but I think Otto's criminally underused in in Washington. I happen to agree. And I think a change of scenery could be good for him. Otto is your prototypical 3 and D guy. Oh, I know where. Yes, Brooklyn. You know where that change of scenery could be. Wait, what's 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 his what is his where where is he on the contract right now? He's gonna make for the this next is year three, two of the five day, five oh. year deal. For the next three years, he's gonna get twenty five, twenty six, and twenty five. So, something like that. So, so, that's not that's not quite a max. So that is, that is a fit that works, and that is look. The Nets offered Otto Porter more disincentives in any offer sheet than they offered any of mm-hmm. those guys: Tyler Johnson, Alan Crabb, Otto Porter. He was the one that they wanted the most. So I could actually see that happening. But that contract, bro, I feel I like you can sign Tobias Harris for something a little bit right. less than you, you, that. And you, you, you think Tobias is better than Otto Porter? Way yes, better. way better. Yeah. I do. Yeah, I do think he's better than Otto he's, Porter. Because Otto Porter, as much as he is a great three-point shooter, he's not one-dimensional, but Tyler, yeah. Tyler, uh, Tobias, Tobias Harris, Harris Tyler Tobias is his brother. Tobias. Tobias Harris can do more offensively. Okay. You think – but. Tobias is going to want a max, though, no? Oh, if I were him, I would want one, but I don't know if he's even going to get one, even though he is in a career year. He is in the prime of his career, and you'd be paying for the prime of his career. Mm, That's what I'm saying. All those things sort of work in his favor, but then when you're looking at guys like, I mean, this is a deep free agent class. It's a great free agent class. Yeah, in terms of, I I saw a stat this morning that said, I think 49% of the players could be free agents next year. Yes, yes, that's it. And this is a great class. This is half of the league, and you're talking about, but... Tobias Harris is still in that second tier yeah. after Jimmy Butler, who shouldn't be in that first tier, because right. I'm not paying. No, a Jimmy, lot of money but Jimmy, for... I put you going to put Jimmy in that Tobias Harris class because yeah. look, take out Durant, like just he's out. Like the, those guys, like the, the, the elite guys, take them out. The rest of that free agent group is incredible. We, we were talking about this. Nico Miritich is a free agent. People forgetting about he that. Loves I Nico love Nico. Miritich. I do too. I do love Nico. I do. And you know where I want him? I want him in Brooklyn because yeah. I think that would be a nice keep him at the four. You got Jared Allen at the five. You know I want Chris Middleton at three. I don't think we're gonna get Chris because he might stay with Milwaukee because of Giannis. But, but I like Chris Middleton. Uh, ooh. Ooh, that'll be a good off season for Brooklyn. They did that. You kidding? You got oh, that? God, that'd be great with with a healthy the fan, Harris. The, fan, the fans wouldn't get that excited, but that'd be great. A Western that- Conference. Um, are you, are you? We talked about this on the last podcast. Are you concerned at all about the Warriors, Draymond Green, Kevin Durant beef? I'm not really that concerned about it. I think they're fine. I do think Kevin Durant's going to be out, but I think they're fine. I, I, I am not that concerned about it. Um, do you care about it? 
Not really. <laughs> I mean, look, I care about it from the standpoint of it's great content for, for us. So Draymond Green is on my damn and, fantasy team. <laughs> and you know. I'm I have a, him on injured Steph Curry, now. too, he's been injured. And, and you I know, have him on I'm injured a... with Chris Dunn. <laughs> I'm waiting on Chris Dunn. And, you know, I'm a KD guy, so, like, you know, whatever. Look, the Warriors are the Warriors. When they are clicking on all <laughs> cylinders and they put everybody on the floor together, and let's not forget, DeMarcus Cousins had not even played a game yet. Mm. This, this, Yo, this, this team is legit. When they are at their peak, you cannot beat them. It's just how it is. Now, what I will say is, and this is something that I talked about on my podcast, a little plug for Seven Footers with, with my homegirl Jenna. Yes, yes. Dynasties are a fragile thing, Okay. Because especially now, yeah. Well, because mainly you get there and you're winning, and the winning is not what you thought it was going to be. And Pat Riley talked about this: the disease of more. Right? You're like, well, we're doing all right, we're doing this thing, but then now guys want to get paid. This one wants to be the man. Blah. Because there's only one place to go for you when you're at the top of the NBA mountain, and that's down. Down. Right? Oh. There's no there's no higher thing than the NBA championship. All Damn. you can do is keep winning more. But yo, this is work for these guys. Is what I always say. Your coworkers get annoying sometimes. And when Word. you play late into June, every year these guys have been playing, they're annoying, right? Like, and Draymond is that kind of guy like Chris Paul. He's the type of player that when you mess up, he's going to let you know about it and be real loud and be in your face. When he messes up like he did by not passing the ball to KD, yep. he don't like it, and now he wants to get petty and get personal. And it's, it's the thing I find hilarious is, well, Draymond, you were the one that called him up crying when y'all lost the, the finals to say to come Yo, here. come here, man. Right, so don't, you know, so don't be all whatever about it. It is what it is. They're going to they're gonna work past it and be fine. I do agree with you, and I said this at the beginning of the year. I knew he was going to be out. I think this thing for Kevin was about he thought winning titles would get people off my back. It didn't. Okay. So now he's like, okay, <laughs> I've got to figure something else out. That's here. very true. It, did, right? it really didn't. <laughs> and, and mind you, people just dislike him more. <laughs> and mind you, this is the man that was a back to back finals MVP who, when the game, because as much as the Warriors won those series easily, those were close games, right? Oh, he hit the big shots. In situations that matter, he, he scored, and not just the big shots, he scored at will over a motivated LeBron James. Look, as great as Steph Curry is, and you and I talk about this, and I think he's great, Kevin Durant is an unstoppable, unguardable player just because of his size and what he does, right? So he deserved those finals MVPs, arguably the first or second best player in the league, whatever, however you want to break it down. But it's still not enough for people. And for nuanced basketball fans, they see that, but fans don't. And I think for him, unfortunately, he cares more about that opinion versus the opinion of nuanced People who understand and know the game. Mm-hmm. You can't talk to any legend or anybody who talks about the game who not like, oh, Kevin. I mean, I had a conversation with George Gervin two summers ago. He's like, yo, he's like, LeBron's great, best man lead, but Kevin Durant, man, that guy. Like, so all these people know, but for whatever reason, that's not good enough for him. The reason is probably just the oversaturation of people's opinions. Yes, that just, are, co- that you, that are constantly that he cares in your too face. much about. On yeah, Twitter because it's of... like you get more of those than yes. you get like Rachel Nichols, right. Ramona Shelburne, right. you know, people who matter. Pe- pe- right, because <laughs> those are the people who matter. And yeah. they know, oh, this this is this is the dude. And it's also who he is as a person, right? We talked about Dwight being sensitive. So is Kevin. Kevin's like, very sensitive. And I think the problem that everyone has with that is he goes against the grain of what we are conditioned to believe an athlete of his caliber is supposed to be like. Someone who's as good as he is, which is either the first or second best player in the world, should not should not be this sensitive, right? Because everyone before him who was that good was not this but sensitive. But I kind of like that. Something different. In a way, I do. Yeah, but again, I kind of like that about but him. But going back to the Mamba mentality, 
people think that you have to approach it like Kobe, yes. where it's like, oh, I don't have any friends. Right. I just care about winning championships. Look, I don't care what anybody look, says about I, me. I like that. Not everyone has to be that. No, right. And there's many different ways to win. Not everybody has to be a certain way. I'm with that, and I can I can appreciate Kevin Durant. While I can also appreciate Kobe. As hard as that might be for some of the Kobe stands out there, right. it's possible yes. to yeah. do that. Yeah. Well, so, Dexter, yeah. you are and, a, and you are a nuanced fan. So you're adding nuance and perspective. You won't got time for that on the Twitter era. No, 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 no. They, they don't. It's like yo, well, you, that's you, why you need to down with mama mentality. Or no, <laughs> well, that's why die, that, die. That's why, that's why Dexter doesn't tweet that much. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah, I can't get what I really want to say right. out yeah. in, in in terms of that. Like if I, that's why you just got to post clips, post yeah, podcast if, clips. If, if I just yeah, you want to hear what I really think? Come listen to my podcast. Want to hear what Gerard really thinks? Read his articles. Right, right. Go listen, listen, listen to me on podcast. podcast. Go listen to me yeah. on, as I guess I'm like, that's when I can really dive deep. Yeah. I don't have time for this. Like, I, well, I'll get into it with fans, but I'm like, okay, y'all, we, we can't have a I always get to here. a certain point where I'm like, all right, I'm done. Yeah. 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 Uh, you, just, no you, just, you just can't. Um, but to Golden State, I'm not worried about them. I think when everybody comes back healthy, they're going to be fine. I do expect them to win the title. This will be their hardest championship of the three. Now, with that, with it being their hardest, and you've seen how competitive the West looks, mm-hmm. maybe it's not as top heavy as the East. But when you look at the West, there's some teams that are surprising people. Mm-hmm. You got Portland up there. Mm-hmm. You got Memphis up there. Who had Memphis? If you did, I don't believe Jared it. Jaron Jackson Jr. Uh, you did? No. No, you didn't. <laughs> I, didn't th- I didn't think so. Um, I, I'm very high on my Who, who else about I forget? Clippers? Yeah. Sacramento. Uh, Sacramento. Who's Yo, like right out- just last night, uh, they took the Warriors, Warriors down, down to, to the, the buzzer. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not buying their stuff. For all the people that say the NBA has been interesting, yet, there's, been, there's been a lot of interest in that, especially in the West. Do you buy any of these teams – we just talked about Portland. People probably had to nope. falling off out of the playoffs. Nope. Uh, no. <laughs> nope. Memphis. Golden State is winning again. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, you God. see, but you don't even know. I'm just yeah. asking if you buy them as playoff teams. I wasn't asking if you buy them as oh Yes. yes. I, buy, I buy Portland. Portland is a playoff, playoff team. Playoff yes. Team. Yeah. Memphis. Memphis. I'm, yes. o- I'm afraid because of the injury history of Connolly and Gasol. Defensively, they're so they're good. They're so good. But yeah. if one of those two guys goes down. It's a wrap. Here's you know the that. thing. And they get to the line a lot. But they offensively did. I have a question. Yes. Am I allowed to buy 12 teams as playoff teams? Because I <laughs> no. Can't, I no. can't decide on the <laughs> no. no, 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 no. First of all, Gerard, we went through this last year. We tried to pick We tried to pick five, you know, best yeah. five hip-hop albums yeah. of the year, which we will do again okay. and putting out in December. And this guy has me like, yo, can I do 10? I got, like, I, got, I got like five and like I had, five I had like, honorable mentions. Yo, I had, I had a, I had a he, big like three way tie. He, one he, of them. He, he, nah, I was like, yo, get out of here, man. He, he had all Freddie Gibbs out mixtapes. Yep, <laughs> yep, that's that's what he would do. Freddie Gibbs was second. That's what he, <laughs> shockingly, album of, album of the year was Joey Badass. Shockingly, wow. very um, shocking. We'll see how it plays out this year. What what year what year did did Malibu come out? 2016. Which he had as we weren't doing a podcast, but he had his album of the year. I thought. Did you listen to Oxnard? I did not. Okay. okay. We'll, not. we'll circle back with you. We'll circle back with you. But, okay, so the reason why I asked that, though, is because there are a bunch of teams who I could buy potentially as playoff teams. I don't know if I can get it down to eight right now because I really like Make some I like, decisions. I man. like Memphis so far. I like Memphis so far, right? Do you Love. like them as a playoff team? Uh, I'm that, a, I'm, I take I'm that as a no. no. I'm going no. We'll take that as a no. Clippers. The playoff team? No. 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 Do you. You you say no? Do you like the Clippers more than you like Memphis? Nope. I think I do slightly. I know Memphis the is more bench star. is really good. I know. I think think about the, the the Clippers are. Everyone knows their role in that team. Yes. And knows who and what they are. I buy them more as a player. Uh, yeah, team I, I, I I like them. I Memphis is doing some things I don't think is sustainable offensively. Clippers are like deeper. They're getting to a line line at a high rate. They mm-hmm. don't shoot the ball that well. Yeah, I'm worried about um, the shooting. 
but Jaron Jackson looks really good. I like Jaron. They're Jackson really a lot. good defensively. It wouldn't shock me if they're in the playoff hunt down to the last ten seasons, but I'm not buying them yet. Clippers, yeah, Portland, we buy as a playoff team. Yes. Um, I here's my thing about Portland. Yes, I'm buying them, and I love them. Where I they're probably one and done though. Because the, and think about the playoffs with them, and I say this to you all the time: mm-hmm. when your two main offensive guys we are little about. people, yeah, and little is a right. Yeah, I mean, they're, 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 they're both. I, I got what they're six three. Right, they're, they're taller right. than me, but they're little <laughs> in NBA land. Y'all can't, yeah, be, y'all can't be calling nobody. Right? <laughs> <laughs> they're taller than me, but they're I mean, little I could in if NBA I'm standing next to Muggsy Bogues. <laughs> yeah, that's that's about how it gets. So when you when you rely on small guys as your as your engine in the playoffs, it's it's hard. I'm taller than Spud Webb. Does you are? Yeah. But does a lot I'm of about eye level with Nate Robinson? I got his autograph when I was 16. Yeah, this, these are things that makes Brian feel good. Um, does a lot of does a lot of concern about their size have to do with what we saw happen to them in the playoffs last year against mm-hmm. New Orleans, mm-hmm. where they just blitzed these guys, mm-hmm. trapped them, mm-hmm. put a lot of size yeah, into all the guys. And also, their best big man is um, Nurkic. And, and Nurk Nurk is not Nurk's not Jokic, right? If yeah. if he was Jokic, I'd be like, all right, but yeah. he's not. It would help if right. it would help if your best player who is over six foot. Is actually like you know right. Jokic as right. we mentioned, or somebody who's right. really good, but they almost on the guy. level, almost on a level of Lillard and McCollum. Then right. you'd really be in business. Right. But, but because Nurkic, they don't, Nurkic ain't that. Yeah, and because they don't have that, that prevents me from seeing them being more than a one on one and done team. Which leads me to believe that you know maybe if things get spiraling out of control, they could probably blow that up at some point. Because it's kind of like you know banging your head against the wall. They've been over and over. They, they've been they've been it's staunch like, about not trading McCollum, which is I know, but it's sense. been banging your head yeah, against the wall and the expecting winners. the same results. If I was, you're one, I was just gonna say that. If yeah. you're one and done again, uh, not even right now. I would be doing this if I'm LeBron, but especially if they're one and done again, I'm like, yo, what y'all want for Damian Lillard? CJ goes to the Wizards, and you get Bradley Beal in Portland. Wait, how you guys not that, about trade is kinda, that trade has kind of that trade has kind of been. I don't know if that helps either team. That's what I was going to say. Six, six, well, Bradley six six. You got a bigger. You got a bigger two guard. He's not six six. Yeah, he is. Bradley six five, six six. I thought he was six four. No, he's tall. He's bigger. The part the bottom line is he's bigger than McCollum. He's bigger than McCollum. Yeah, well, I think that's the point. He's bigger than McCollum and can guard more positions than McCollum. Check him out. Five two zero seven. Yeah, you guys haven't talked about Campbell Walker yet. Oh, you know we we man, Kemba's so good. Kemba, my, free, my, free Kemba. My, fa- my fantasy MVP so <laughs> fantasy far. Fantasy MVP and deserves some votes. And I have LeBron MVP. James too. He's he's yeah. probably Kemba's probably top five MVP right now. No, yeah, he's balling. He, he's first. Yeah, but here's the thing. I think he's first. But here's the thing. Because, 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 what's Charlotte's from, record though? From the I don't care. From yeah, the literal, you have to care. No, yeah, from the be. literal definition of most yeah, valuable. I am all about yes. And so okay, let me let let me also let me kind of support Brian's point, right? Because I'm the big person yes. when it comes to the little. I like more of the literal, literal definition. They're of most nine and nine. Players. They're six in the East. You take him off that team, they are probably uh, two and the, whatever. Uh, they're two and two and fourteen they're or whatever. The, 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 the Hawks, right? They're worse than the Hawks. When I watch this team though, and I watched him play OKC the other night, and Kemba and, and uh, Russ was going at it, mm-hmm. and I'm like, well, damn man, this guy needs some help. Free who, Kemba. Who are you taking, Kemba or Russ? Ooh. I'm taking Russ. Kemba. I'm a big Russ guy. I'm taking Russ. <laughs> And I like how Russ has been playing this year. I actually like how he's been playing this year. He's been attacking I mean, more. I'm doing see, all that, I'm but you know, you know I'm taking see, Kemba. See, Brian, <laughs> Bri- Brian, Brian trying to get me to slander Russ on the pod. That's really what he's trying to do. Not really. <laughs> no, because Brian will do that himself. <laughs> <laughs> it's not slandering Russ. I just prefer, I told you, in terms of if I'm starting a franchise, I just prefer Kemba's game to Russell Westbrook. You know why I like Russell Westbrook? Because he got that Mamba mentality. Yeah, I'm good I knew on you were that. good. But he gets I'm good injured. on that. I'm good on that. 
so I'm, good on that. I'm, I'm, I'm good I'll on make his, sure. in, his inefficient shooting self. I'm good on that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like that. He got that mama mentality. Yeah, yeah. Though. Deep twos. Yeah, that's what yeah, they. That's what they gonna tell twos. you. He got that mama mentality, and that's why he wants to trade Jason Tatum for Anthony Davis. Is because the mama mentality leads you to take turnaround fadeaways from 22 feet out, which is only worth two points. It don't matter when you hit it. You could just yell Kobe. It don't matter. That's all you got. Yo, Dex is getting a lot better at this trolling, man. Uh, You mentioned Jeannie Buss. The Mm -hmm. Lakers, who've been playing uh, well as of recently, they've kind of been on a roll, look like they're getting their things in order, still don't have a lot of shooting. Um, They're only like a game out of first, even though they're sitting in seventh. That's how crowded the West is. Uh, Do you think they're trending the right way? LeBron has been playing out of his mind. And he has to. Yeah, he, has he, he to, does with this Which kind of concerns me. I don't know if it concerns you, but, yeah, how do well, you feel about Lakers? I, I like how LeBron's playing with this squad right now. Um, but all he's doing right now is getting them to play well so these guys can audition for trade bait. Because let's be honest. Yes. These dudes, they, the majority of these dudes in this roster Come ain't going to be you. here. Right? He knows he, <laughs> he knows he needs shooting. So, it, you know, it would be funny if Julius Randle found his way back onto the Lakers. Who, by the way, is having a very good season in New Orleans. Yes. I, thought, I, thought well, I, like. sh- I thought they should have kept Brooke Lopez. I'm watching I him do so his too. thing in Milwaukee now. I, I they think could they, use a Brook Lopez. They need, um, they yeah, need, they yeah. need, they need a shooter, and they also yeah. need a big shooter. These guys are auditioning, you know. And Bradley Beal to the Lakers. Bradley Beal would be nice. So I asked my Beal, boy. I asked my boy. I said, would you, I said, would you do Kuzma or Ingram uh, and Lonzo Ball with a pick to the Wizards for Bradley Beal? That's too much. That's Not too Ingram, much. but Kuzma. That's yeah, a, that's a lot. Kuzma. Wait, what was Kuzma? Kuzma or Ingram? Pick, take your pick, either one. Kuzma with Lonzo, with Lonzo. and a first Ingram for Bradley Beal. Yeah, done. I don't think that's too much. Done. Ingram and Lonzo is enough. I think. I think Kuzma. is I didn't say he, Kuzma. I want to be clear. I did not say Kuzma and Ingram. Kuzma, Kuzma or, or Ingram. I think Kuzma is what he is, and I still think Ingram. Ingram is sort of in that D'Angelo Russell phase where the the highs look great, but you still are not really sure. You if would he's do the deal. That's why you trade Ingram. So, so you no, that. no, no. I don't trade Ingram. I trade Kuzma. No. Kuzma is what, what he you is do the deal? to me. I think I move Ingram. I think I move Ingram. I do. Because if I think if I move Ingram. I may not have to include ball if I move Ingram. Well, you also talked about the Lakers. These guys just. But why playing, would you, wait, wait, wait? You want to you want to keep Lonzo Ball? Yeah, I, I'm I good. Might. I'm I cool. Might. I'm good on that. I'm okay. I feel like I know he is. What, or should what he the Lakers? Or should too. the Lakers? If you're saying that it looks like a lot of these guys audition to be traded, but should the Lakers maybe just wait till the offseason see if they can sign a Kawhi, see if they can sign so, a Clay Thompson? You could do both. Is, I think well, you could do both. This is something that I've talked to Brian about, and I've said before. How many? We talk a lot, guys. In case you didn't like realize, that. <laughs> don't many... stop talking to Brian too much. I'm not sure it's necessarily good for your life. <laughs> I, I, I mean, yes, he's infuriated. So well, you do the podcast with me. Yeah, so that, I'm not sure so it's good that... for my life. <laughs> <laughs> Just like being a Knicks fan, I'm not sure. It's how good many? For my life how many top tier free agents? Dexter likes pain. Legitimately, well, listen, as a Knicks fan, that's all you know. <laughs> how, how, how many top tier free agents legitimately want to come to LA to play with LeBron? Like seriously? But that's a fair question. I don't know. Because, think, especially, especially if you're a young guy coming to your own, let's, for instance, use Anthony Davis, right? He's younger than LeBron. This is a guy who's now ready to be, he said at the beginning of the season, to Rachel Nichols, I think I'm the best player in the NBA. Rachel goes, I love the confidence, AD. You know there's a guy named LeBron James and Kevin Durant in this league. He's like, and they're great players. But I think I impact the game on both ends. Of it. And so he's very confident. If I'm AD, I think I know where you're going. do I want to come to the Lakers and everything is still going to be about LeBron? We win, it's LeBron, LeBron, LeBron. We lose, hey, AD, what'd you think about da-da-da-da? Why didn't you do X, Y, and Z? What? It's all LeBron. Do I want that if I'm Anthony Davis? Fair question. Where, where I thought you were going to go was that 
more of these players, and I feel like you were leading up to this anyway, but more of these players that see themselves on that level or better than LeBron are probably just going to be like, yo, I can make my own team where I could be the guy, which is sort of what Kyrie Irving wanted in initiating right. that mm-hmm. trade, right? And so, Kyrie is good as AD, right? So, I mean, but like, yeah, you know, that's the thing. I, I still think Anthony, da- like, my guess is that, like, with the Rich Paul thing, I feel like he'll find his way to the Lakers in the offseason uh, at some point. And, but I, I just don't know necessarily if they're not willing to pair up with LeBron also because if you pair up with LeBron, these are his last few seasons anyway, quote-unquote. So you're going to win, and then you could probably be the man after. Anthony Davis is young enough where that is possible. Uh, but do you really want to wait three whole extra seasons for that to because happen? Because you don't, nothing's promised, right? Yeah. I go, I go wait, and, and Anthony then Davis I get someone, hurt, and then— He's been hurt. Right, so then and I never get it. So uh, maybe, maybe so not. Maybe you go. Maybe you go get. It's 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 going to be. And no guarantee Kawhi comes back home. Listen, preseason I picked Toronto to come out of the East and play the Warriors in the finals. The rep. How good are the Raptors looking right now? Real good, real good. And so, I think, and I think, and I think with Philly, I think Jimmy Butler could stay there. Yeah, it seems it's like, like that. It's gonna, gonna be, it's gonna be really interesting offseason. And, and, and we even talking about Milwaukee. God, Milwaukee's that, playing so well. Yeah, oh, shows I, you what, I saw so, them. La- I saw them last night. Shows first. you what having a real coach can do. Mm-hmm. All right, last thing before we get you out of here, I want to ask <laughs> Damian you about Lillard this. to the Lakers. <laughs> that yeah, wouldn't be a bad that, move. That, that'd be good. He's that would be bad. That wouldn't be Cali, right? He's from Oakland. Yeah, from Oakland. Yeah, that wouldn't be a bad move. I like that. I like that. Um, one of the things we were trying to have initially somebody else with you on this, and we wanted to talk about these ridiculous NBA arguments because we sometimes get into the stuff. And Brian was mentioning to me just things people bring up. Sometimes we could just like, how is this even a what? question? Not, this is stupid. <laughs> <Like> yes, <laughs> You're like how is this even a question, Gerard? What is the most ridiculous NBA argument you have heard? Oh maybe relating something this God. season that you were just like, what are you? Do? You were like, how is this even a question? Ridiculous NBA arguments. Wow, they're... we're gonna we're gonna eventually have a whole podcast on this. Kobe being better than Kevin Durant. You know, oh, so we taught we touched on this because <laughs> because we were talking about this a okay. lot too. You know, yeah, I don't think okay. that, but see, I don't think that's a ridiculous thing to discuss. So here, here, maybe it's a discussion, but I feel like KD is obviously better. Here's the ridiculous argument that I have always with people. And the ridiculous argument is people not understanding the difference between someone being more accomplished versus someone being a better objective basketball player. Just strictly talent, skill. Oh, like, not, a- like Nas and Jay-Z? <laughs> oh. Damn, bro. That's not even the same. Damn, man. That's not even the same. Right, right bring it. See, you're, just, you're trying to get people riled up out here in these streets. Yeah. These streets. I'll get into that in another podcast. Out here in these, in these podcast I'll get streets. Into that Do we want to get into championship predictions at this point? We're a quarter of the way there. What, no. NBA? No, oh. I mean I, I made my preseason. You kind of said, so you, kinda said, said mine, you, yeah. kinda, you said it. You I said, said you still think the Warriors are going to win, so we don't have to go back and um, into that. I, I, I like I like Giannis for MVP though. I said Kawhi beginning of the season, so I'll and I think I that. said AD. I think it's Kemba right now. Solid Greg's point. Kemba's record's not good enough, so he don't care. Okay, don't but care. I, most, I know you don't care. Most but valuable, most valuable. But the voters are not gonna. Oh no, I agree. But I'm just talking. I'm talking about me. By the way, I think when I think to not care about the record, I'm not saying I disagree with the way you're voting. Right. Wait, I, I agree with the way you're voting. I do have a question though. But mm-hmm. I think most people are only gonna vote for somebody with a not first or second best record unless they have an amazing statistical yeah. season like is, Westbrook did. Yes, is the year he won it. Well, he deserved to win it. Is there a rule like in baseball you have to be a writer for ten years to get? I was just gonna say NBA. Yo, when can I get my MVP voted? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Greg, Greg. They don't, like, they don't yeah, want to yeah. let you win. I want to know because, like, we, 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 
we in there. Yeah, we but in see, there. Like, but see, we... but see, I think as thinkings change and people get younger and they actually have some diversity in some yeah. sports writing, baseball, which maybe you should do. <laughs> um, you can start and college basketball. College basketball. You can start kind of change the votes. Look at Degrom winning uh, yep. Cy Young this year yeah. because people started not overvaluing wins, wins. and start valuing ERA more. Yeah. Things will change over time as we, you get different thought processes. Quality starts there. too. We talked yep. about this the other day. I would love to see the change for the All NBA team selections instead of. Two forwards, two guards, and a center. Yo, How about the, the five, five best five, guys? Five. Yeah. Because I guarantee you, if you pick the five best guys, you're going to have a big. You're going to have tall wings. and it, You're going to. If you pick the five best guys, you'll have a team that you can actually put out that can play basketball. And it also will help people with their contracts and incentives they have in there. Mm-hmm. I am all for that. And mm-hmm. let me just say this because I know we're about to wrap. Uh, to your point, basketball is more positionless now. And it dawned right. on me a lot the other day when I received a text from someone who doesn't watch basketball like that. Mm-hmm. And they asked me what a small forward was. Right. And they asked me, like, what is it that they do in particular? And I was like, you know what? Yeah. It kind of depends. Yeah. It kind of depends on every team. Yeah. You know, the only thing you could kind of define is like, all right, your center is your biggest player and things like that. Your point guard's supposed to. But really, it's very positionless now. Mm-hmm. Like, you could argue that power forwards no longer exist. Right. I mean, Nico Mitchell is a power forward. Yeah. Right. But, but she was threes. But, but in terms of like what we know from a power forward, from a yeah. traditional Carl Malone yeah. sense, yeah. that's pretty much done. Otherwise, Jadil Okafor would be getting playing time right now. That's right. Yeah. And he's not. Yeah. All right. Well, that's a wrap. We talked a lot. A lot, yeah. a lot of good yeah. NBA yeah. stuff. But remember, here. Golden State is winning the championship. Over and over and over again, and I'm I messing not, this up. I am not a fan of that ding. <laughs> I do not they, like the ding. That was an accident. You know, I'm and glad. Again and again and again. <laughs> that's how often Golden State is going to be that's winning JJ, the championship. That, that's JJ, yeah, she'll be in New York this um, week. She will. And be. You know, I will be the, there. The, the, the thing about again and again and again. And the thing about Golden State is, you know, Durant, if Durant leaves, as we predict they will, they'll still be a contender. But Durant makes them basically a surefire, a guarantee. We're going to win. Where so, do you think Durant's going? Shut up. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, I'm look. I'm cutting that one. <laughs> I, listen, the, the Knicks, uh, whatever. I would love to see him. I have reasons. You know what? You got reasons to Greg, shut Greg, up. Greg, Greg, share this. Do you right. have reasons to you, shut you, up? You know where I'd love to see I him? I have a lot of reasons. I'd Greg. love to see him in New York, but not the Knicks. I'd love to see him in Brooklyn. Greg. <laughs> I would. All right. What do you think? You really want the reason? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's your okay, reason so for Kevin Durant going to Knicks? If well, you I, think win, I, know, I think I know what he's saying. If you win another chip, so that's going to be three in Golden State, right? Yeah. How how long will it be? How long how long is it going to be until it's boring? Because you look at the last time they won a chip. Oh, it's boring right now. It's boring now. <laughs> yeah, but you look at the last time they won a chip, he didn't even know how to celebrate. He's <laughs> just like, all right, you got another one, right? He's like, I guess I got to come back next year. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, I hope, I, hope, I hope that doesn't happen professionally when you get to a certain point. On a parade, like, he got this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kerr Bob. was like, oh, this is still Steph's team. Yeah, I know Bob, he's joking, yeah, but it's Bob, like, Bob was joking. I was like, not nah, yeah. You talk about Kevin Durant being mm-hmm. sensitive. He's yeah. going to take that into consideration. That's true. That's a Draymond, good point. right? Yeah. They said that he has the same alert of Madison Square Garden that LeBron has to L.A. and Staples Center. That's another point. Mm. And hmm. if you win it on there and you see all the Christmas you're still getting by still winning, you're gonna to want to do it on your own team. Well, if he does, if he comes and here, I'm not. I'm not talking about KD. Another to point. Make, I refuse one to talk more about point, it. and it's probably yes. not even like the best point, but. He has a show on YouTube where he's mentoring young kids, young high school basketball players how to play the game. And, like, he watches the tape with them. And he, like, you know, these these things you should do and things like that. The Knicks, all young players. KP's coming back. You got a lot of guard death. You got another pick coming. I mean, yo, it's The only thing I'm concerned about setup. in New York is. The media. He own, Well, yeah. That. He, yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and I'd be the like, media. Kev, I'll, 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 if I talk to him, I'd be like, yo, dog. 
Relax. This, this media is legit. You got to learn how to just chill with them. Like that. Just yo, they got Frank gonna be talking smack about you. They all. Just I'll tell you what he won't be saying in New York. He ain't gonna be like, you're not gonna ask me that question. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You can't <laughs> say that. Say you that in New York. You got. You guys just let some stuff ride. It just yeah. is what it is. My fear though is that that's not enough basketball wise to lure him here. Yeah. I just because who's the other. High quality because you you see now you can't win with just one superstar dude that that ain't enough. He loves KP and KP is I think him and KP except I, you know oh, I'm not even going to no, 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 get, get excited they would coming off coming off injury I don't know how he's going to be like we haven't seen him yet and we'll see I, that's why I say revisit I'm not you know what I'm not going to talk about him man <laughs> yo I'm B if, if they if if he goes to the Knicks man that would that be good for us as Nets fans while well, people leaving like are beaten and want me to have more you think yeah. Huh. Oh, so go back to nobody caring about the Nets again. Is no, they, they got a hidden free agency like Brian said, right? Yeah, well, yeah. We, well, they, that's they true, too. No, because, like, back. for example, all right, the day we're recording this Sunday, right, when they're playing the 76ers, I'm sure. We're going to be gonna, there in a few hours. Can't wait. There's going to be a lot of people at that game. Philly fans. And I'm, I, I noticed well, media. that. I noticed that in one of the first games of the season, it might have been Golden State, the home it game. Where Golden, I, went yeah. up, I went up to Gerard. Were you there? I was, yeah. Yeah, I went up to Gerard. Oh, yeah, because Steph Curry, mm-hmm. yeah, we went viral that day. Holla. <laughs> Holla. <laughs> but what's it called? Even though going viral is massively overrated, but we could get into that next time. <laughs> Dwight Howard might disagree with that, but yeah. But with, hey, now. But with, but with Golden State, I saw the sheets, I saw the seats and everything, and I just walked into the room, and I was like, bro, I ain't ready for this Nets team to be good. Yeah. Because yeah. this is going to be like this every game. Yeah. 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 It's, it's just like. Yeah. Nah, nah. It's not fun, ready for it's fun when they're good. Man. I mean, when the, it's well, I mean you know, no, it's going to be better for me professionally, but let me adjust a little bit more and grow <laughs> gradually with the team. Remember, I got there covering them, covering them, guys, because if people think I work for the Nets, I don't. All right. Um, wish we got paid like we did, though. <laughs> but what's it called? And that's not on Nets Daily. That's a, a whole other story. <laughs> but what's it called? I want them to be good. I got there in the same time Kenny did. I want them to be good, obviously, because it would help. But, yeah. like, we can get there gradually. You know hey, what I'm saying? And, and it's about this summer. Look, all, all jokes aside, I guess I love KD in Brooklyn, but they hit this summer. You know, look, I said it again. I'll, I'll say it before I'll say it again. I love Nico. And you're, you're, you're turning me around on Tobias if Chris Middleton doesn't come. Like, listen, a Tobias 3 and a Nico at the four with Jared Allen, Spencer Dinwiddie, Karis Levert. That is a playoff team, no doubt. That's a, a fun team, too. And, and a with good youth. playoff team. And and a uh, guy in Tobias Harris who's gotten better every year. I'll take that. I'm not going to talk about that guy possibly coming to the Knicks. <laughs> if it happens, <laughs> woo! New York's going to be out of control, man. You, you, you might not see me for a while. And the thing is, if if that if, if he did, <laughs> where the hell are you where are you going to be watching every Knicks game? <laughs> if he, yo, I'm going to be on like a plane of excitement that you haven't seen me on in so long that you're not going to be. We're not going to be. I'm not going to be able to record. Last, I'm going to take one of the Gotham last mics. thing I'll say. <laughs> last thing I'll sneak say. Sneak it over to to Dexter. You know what'll happen if he does come to New York. And they win the title. That adoration that he is seeking, he gonna get it in droves. And Melo gonna be hating droves. He Melo gonna be hating because you know because for some people because you know again people lack nuance. That one Knicks title is gonna be worth all them Golden State titles. Well, that was my theory as to that the Cavs title. But that was my that was my theory as to why LeBron should come to New York at some point. But there was it was never enticing enough for him to do. If whoever wins here after the drought they've had is gonna be a legend, legend, icon, and it. Doesn't need to be at the garden. I'm just gonna say that much. Oh, oh it needs to be at the garden. Uh, it absolutely needs to be at the garden. Let's not get the place. Not act like the places are the same. It, it, it's got to no, be. No, 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 no. I'm not no, saying no, no, the places no. are the same, but I'm saying 
a title for that team will hold a lot of weight too. Will hold more nah, than the regular championship. So what? Wait, that. wait. A title for Brooklyn, you say? Yes. Oh, it would be huge, but not as huge as a title for. That's no, no, no. I'm saying that, but it will it hold a lot weight, of weight. But it also. Hold, yeah. yeah. And the, there's the there's debate there's debate as to who's going to get there first, and there's debate as to whether or not that will happen in any of our lifetimes as well. Oh yeah, I, the Nets are <laughs> the Nets are more poised to to get there first because given they have more more space, uh, more salary cap space, cap space. To, uh, they they look. Was it you that said that that told? I think it was you. Oh, that if I die, that you, you should like go and bet on the next the next year. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. That's, That's wild. Man. Absolutely. We, well, we don't. Absolutely. If I gotta choose between Dexter being alive and a Knicks title, I'm gonna take you being alive, yeah, brother. Yeah, let's let's yeah, just. That, be, that probably means no Knicks title. <laughs> <laughs> man, no fun, man. Nah. Ian Beckley said on the podcast when some, when a fan asked him what, if when are the Knicks ever gonna get a title, he's like, I might be dead. I first. might be. I might be dead first. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's it. Oh, I mean, the next year you bet too is if like Dolan sells a team, then you bet too. You bet Which that. Ain't never too. happening. Yeah, but that's <laughs> not happening too. All right, that's it. We want to thank our guest uh, Gerard Hector Appreciate for coming on, talking man, basketball, always. everything. You can catch his work on Black Sports Online. Oh, you can show. also catch him with uh, Jenna Lemoncelli on the Seven Footers podcast. They do a great job. Gerard, right. we're going to have you came back so quickly. I appreciate it, quicker man. than we expected. I love it. But we are going to have you back. I know people are going to want this. We do plan on doing a basketball only conversation centered around some of the ridiculous topics that we yeah, talked we gonna, about. we're going to do that. We're going to have somebody, other people here with Gerard. I, I, I got some more conversations because yeah. I got some thoughts about Larry Bird. We might even have three people. Again. Yeah, we might have a couple people here and we need to get deeper into the whole stanisms that people have. I have Larry Bird thoughts dum, 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 that, that I'd love to share. We, they, yo, Hoosiers is an overrated movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. The mama mentality. Oh, yeah. What does that really mean? People need to get into that more. We need to talk about that more. But we want to thank you for coming on. Appreciate uh, y'all, man. Everybody, keep supporting us. Uh, please check us out on Patreon. You can get more of our extra content on there. Um, you can also please take the survey that we also have and check out the holidays. Check out our tea Public Sale, a lot of our gear is on sale right now. Get so that check, merch. Get that merch. Got to get that merch. Um, that's it for episode 53. Oh, we about to be out real oh, quick. Oh, and oh, we, we got to pick, pick a number. We're going to let we're gonna let Gerard pick it, actually. Just, so just run the names All for right, Gerard. real quick. Mark Eaton. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> Go ahead. Daryl Dawkins, Chocolate Thunder, mm-hmm. uh, who Dexter apparently met. Go ahead. Artist yeah. Gilmore. Those are my three. No, he's no, more. There's more. Okay. James Edwards. Do you remember who yeah, that is? Yeah, of course. Is? I, okay. That's why I know James Edwards, of course. I didn't. Alton Lister. <laughs> Dump, dumped on by Sean Kemp. <laughs> yeah, that's where I know him from. Don Drysdale. Ooh. Interesting. I didn't Ooh. I didn't expect that. Ooh. Bobby Abreu. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's not good if you well, laugh at somebody like that. He's a pure hitter. Pure. He's <laughs> <laughs> a pure hitter. Melky Cabrera. Melky! I always put one Met into... Uh, yeah, uh, those are my choices. Chad Bradford, man, get out of here with that. Bill Romanowski, mm. listen, you know, you know, I ain't saying that, dude. Get, <laughs> get that dude out Harry, of here. Harry, no? Harry Carson, oh Giants, man, rep. Much love to Harry Carson. Go ahead. Keith Bullock, wow, good. Navarro Bowman. That's all right. Saw. You know, I was tempted to go to something other than basketball, just just to you know throw a little curveball out there, because you know Melky or something. Go Chocolate Thunder, aren't you? I got to go Chocolate Thunder. Right. Go. That is I got to go Chocolate it. Thunder. Yeah, <laughs> clap it up, Chocolate Thunder episode. Uh, Ger- Gerard Hector uh, in love with the Chocolate Thunder. Pause. Um, <laughs> Pause. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. What? Hold on. What? Stupid. <laughs> Yo, you were really, waiting for that. Really, guys? Hold a- on. A- after after we started off the episode, you're just gonna increase the phobias out there. Oh yeah. <laughs> 
because of some chocolate thunder. Yeah. All right, this is the chocolate thunder episode fifty three of the. That's what the ladies call me. You don't know. They, see, see, I didn't need to know all see? that, but see? all right, cool. <laughs> that, that's it. And Brian's having way too much fun way with the soundboard. Fun. Way too much fun. All right, no, no, chocolate. No, no, no. We're not here for that. <laughs> no, oh, okay, whatever. <laughs> it's the Chocolate Thunder episode 53 podcast. Gerard Hector, thanks for coming, man. Appreciate you Until y'all. next time, guys, peace. Do I count? No. Okay.